Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Mr. Robot. Titled 403 Forbidden. Okay, bunch of stuff going on in this episode. Lots to talk about here. First and foremost, so this episode begins with an incredible opening sequence uh, featuring the phenomenal flashback telling basically the origin story of White Rose. We go all the way back to his slash her. Humbler days uh, where White Rose had a relationship with another man. Uh, They were lovers, and it plays out so, so beautifully. Uh, Of course, they have to keep it secret because they live in China, and historically speaking, China doesn't have the best track record. With, uh, LGBT rights. Uh, so they have this secluded, secret relationship. We see this, uh, amazing moment of the first time White Rose comes out as a trans woman to her lover. And it's just so, so magnificent, so brilliant, So heartwarming and fantastic. And then, of course, this evolves and tragedy strikes when the lover's father forces him to marry a woman. And White Rose keeps telling him, like, it's okay. Be patient. This is temporary. I'll build a better world for us where we can be who we are. And the lover's like, "I I can't wait for that. We had a line of, like, if you ask for patience, you ask for surrender. And he kills himself right in front of White Rose. uh, Slits his own throat. And, like, it's just such a tragic moment. Like, such a devastating sequence that's so, so brilliantly handled. 
Uh, and this is all intercut with present-day White Rose uh, having a conversation with his slash her assistant. Uh, where they basically put two and two together, realize, oh, uh, Elliot seems to be making his next move. And it seems to be coinciding with this whole price situation. And the assistant's like, okay, do you want me to, like, deal with Elliot? Don't give Price what he wants. And White Rose is like, no. Give Price what he wants and make the meeting tomorrow night. If, like, we're not waiting for Elliot to make a mistake. We're going to disrupt his timeline. Oh, but we won't have a CEO. Tyrell Wellick. Someone who is already already very puppetish, but can be even more of a puppet in the CEO position. So, whole bunch of rock in the boat on White Rose's part. And then we go back to Elliot. And the rest of this episode is mostly Elliot being Elliot. Uh, we get this great subplot developing with Krista. <coughs> I suddenly lost the ability to breathe. <laughs> I'm sure that's normal. Uh, <laughs> uh, but Elliot runs into Krista on the street. Who... Does not want him anywhere near her. Uh, after Elliot revealed his part in 5-9 and the cyber bombings, uh, she feels very unsafe around him for very good reason. And the two of them have this clash where Elliot's like, hey, I just wanted to say thank you. You made it possible for me to get better. You made it possible for me to cope with uh, all my mental issues, and Chris just like, please go away. Please leave me alone. Like, it's this really, really incredible interaction with uh, so much power and so many different layers to it. And this interaction is viewed by someone working for Fernando Vera. And this dude brings... Back intel of this interaction and a picture of Elliot and Krista. Shows it to Vera. This dude, by the way, the entire time is like, why is this important? Why is this important? Like, we should just take control of New York. Like, bring back the Fernando Vera empire we had way back in the heyday of season one. Like, why are we dealing with this Elliot nonsense? And Vera keeps asking for details of, like, the Krista Elliot debacle. And the dude's like, I don't know. She's pissed. That's it. That That's all I know. And there's this great moment where Vera, like, brings over a child and is like, what do you see here? And the child just decodes the psychology of the whole conversation where he's just like, he's mad. He's sad because she's yelling at her. Like when my parents yell. And then Vera just takes out a gun, shoots that 
other informant and is like, why did a kid see it and you didn't? Like, it's not her we need to examine, it's him. Like, that's that te- what tells us everything we need to know about this discussion. Like, it, it's so good. It's so freaking fantastic. So now Krista's on Fernando Vera's radar. That's not very good for her. <laughs> Just saying. And then there's a driving force of this episode. Uh, Elliot going after Susan Jacobs' contact at Cyprus. Uh, Olivia. This Olivia chick. And... He goes to break into her apartment, much to the dismay of Darlene, who is not happy about being sidelined, even though she's supposed to be quote-unquote in. Uh, They have this big argument where Elliot just goes full psycho on her, and it's phenomenal. But Elliot goes to break into this Olivia Chick's apartment, because she's on a date. And therefore has left the apartment alone. So he's going through to get physical access to her accounts. Rifling through everything. But unfortunately, you can't gain access to your Cypress account apparently without a code on this one security fob. Which, bank regulation, everyone has to have on them at all times. In other words... Being alone in Olivia's apartment is not enough. He has to go and meet her personally and find a way to swipe the fob from her. And so he goes over to where she's having this date. Unfortunately, she was stood up. Oh, sorry for her. Uh, (laughs) And Elliot's like, okay, she's got a drug addiction. We'll use that as leverage. And Mr. Robot's like, wait, whoa, 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 no. No, bad, bad idea for so many reasons. Uh, we'll, we'll just talk to her. We'll engage in small talk. And Mr. Robot kind of smooth talks his way into getting a sit down with this Olivia chick. And, like, they have this wonderful conversation at this bar. And they sort of... They sort of hit it off. Weirdly. So, throughout the rest of this episode, you have this brilliant dynamic of Elliot genuinely striking up a legitimate relationship. The first legitimate human relationship he's had since the death of Angela. While at the same time, very much trying to steal from her. Very much trying to compromise her Cyprus account. Uh, But they talk about Elliot's mom dying and how Olivia also had her mom die. Uh, Elliot brings up his morphine addiction. Uh, The two of them go back to her apartment. They do the sex. Then Elliot takes the fob, takes a picture of the code, sends it to Darlene, blah, 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 blah. Everything's good on that front. And then there's this encounter in the bathroom, in Olivia's bathroom, where Elliot knocks over a bunch of crap, picks up the bottle of Oxycontin, which 
he had found earlier when he searched her apartment initially. And she's like, it's not what you think. I, I am an addict. I used to do this stuff. But I'm clean now, and I need to stay clean. Elliot did learn, by the way, that if she fails a drug test, she doesn't get to see her kid. So that's a pretty good motivator. And she opens up the bottle, and what's in there is not pills, but a razor blade. And she says, it's a reminder If I hate myself enough to start using again, I might as well kill myself. Like, it is dark. And really, really so perfectly done. Elliot relates to this sentiment because, remember, he had a whole episode where he was also trying to kill himself. And he got out of it because he promised a kid to go see the Martian with him. Did he ever get around to doing that? I don't think he did. Uh, But whatever. (laughs) But they have this really, like... They have this real relationship building up in the midst of Elliot trying to con her and get her Cypress information. Like, it's a really, really phenomenal plotline, and I love everything about it. It's so brilliantly handled. And then we get this ending, where Elliot and Mr. Robot realize, oh shit, there's a van following us, probably Dark Army. So they go back home. Thinking, well, okay, uh, they want to know our plan. Let's show them we don't have one. And they go back to the apartment. Elliot goes back there and realizes that someone's broken in. And that someone is Tyrell, who comes with the news. Hey, Elliot, they're making me CEO. The offer came directly from White Rose. This is the opportunity we've been waiting for. We can take them down. We can expose them. And Elliot's like, shh, 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 stop, stop, stop talking, stop talking. And he writes a note for Tyrell that says, they're listening. And Tyrell just goes, like his expression just drops like, oh, crap. So yeah, suffice it to say, in a bit of a precarious situation. Just a little bit. And uh, that's the episode. Turn out next time to find out how the hell this goes down. Uh, yeah, continuing to set up the chess pieces, like I said. Um, we're not that far away from everything exploding. I'm just going to say that much. Uh, anyway, if you like this... Favorite podcast, Anchor.fm slash TV Archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as we go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's simple as just to push a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time. If you feel so inclined to send those in, hit the mic. I'm sorry about that. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. On Monday, we will be discussing Season 4, Episode 4. Talk to you then.